0: In Lin-Manuel Miranda's musical Hamilton, we learn about Aaron Burr killing Alexander Hamilton. Burr was really doing Hamilton a favor so that he wouldn't have to sit through the movie we watched tonight, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch The Musical on the NBC.
1: Christmas, though, because if it was Christmas, I would be angry.
0: Wait, this isn't how you wanted to spend your Christmas? This isn't on Childhood Justice's, like, dream bucket list? No. Oh. I didn't know such
1: a thing could have existed until we watched it tonight. But I would like to say a caveat at the beginning of this episode.
0: Hang on, what did we watch tonight?
1: Dr. Seuss's The Grinch Musical on NBC. It was a television live production mm-hmm. that happened sometime last week I think yeah I'm not really sure to fact check that one but I did want to say off the top so it's a live action not live action I always want to say live action it was live it. action it's a live recording of a musical
0: mm-hmm.
1: for NBC and I would just like to say from the beginning. I have a lot of thoughts and feelings on it. And I'm not... The, and I just want to say from the beginning that it's not me saying that these people aren't talented. I'm sure they're great stage performers, amazing dancers, great singers. It's not their fault that this was written so weirdly. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it was extremely meaningful to them at, during COVID. Which I have some questions about how this was done during COVID. But it happened apparently. Um, I'm sure it was very meaningful to them to be back on the stage and be back in a production after months and months of not being able to do what they love, and participate in their career, and in the arts, so.
0: My thought was, yes, it was meaningful. It would have been more meaningful if NBC had let them do something good.
1: (laughs) That's true. Yeah, so, that's just my thoughts from the beginning, because I don't want this to be like a, they're all the worst people ever, and
0: theater is terrible.
1: Because I've seen theater that I've really enjoyed. This Just, was not it.
0: You're saying that, but before we started recording, you were chanting, defund the arts. I know. Up and down the street. <laughs> uh, you were writing letters to Broadway telling them to become narrow and close down. Do you not remember this? It happened, folks. Silence is concession. Anyway, Jess, what's your history with the Grinch and his antics? Love the
1: Grinch. One of my favorite stories, one of my favorite Christmas stories, have very fond memories of the first time I watched Jim Carrey the Grinch at a family friends, like kind of my second grandmother, watch it at her house, loved it. Have watched it probably almost every Christmas. Um, the last few years, I have always watched Jim Carrey's The Grinch as I um, wrap presents. I also love the cartoon The Grinch, love to watch that with my nephews um the newest the grinch movie with
0: benedict Benedict Cumberbatch. cumberbatch
1: not my favorite but it was fine um yeah so i love the story of the grinch um but this one really made you think you know what every version of the grinch is missing what A backstory on the dog. (laughs) (laughs) If you've ever thought that, if you've ever been like reading The Grinch, watching The Grinch and the many versions of The Grinch and thought, wow, I really want to know the backstory behind Max. Have we got sort of a show for you? Yeah. But I'll let Adam uh, lead us off. This is starring... Matthew Morrison, and um, to which I said, "Am I supposed to know who that is?" And apparently, he was on Glee.
0: Yeah, as the titular the Grinch, and it also has Twilight person, whose name I can't remember, as youngish Max. But all right, that's right. I'm 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 searing today, so just hop into shotgun. You'll arrive safely at your destination, which is, I don't know, delusion. Um. And kind of just disillusioned with the spirit of Christmas. So, anyway, uh, we open on an NBC executive room where executives are trying to figure out how can we make more money? To which someone says, people know the Grinch. And they said, yeah, they do. People know musicals. Uh Uh-huh. Tell me more. And so, then they decide, you know, we're just going to go ham. We're going to go dig up a Broadway musical no one's ever heard of. No one's ever cared for. And we're just going to put that on television, have people advertise for it, and then we'll make some money.
1: So, did this exist already, or they just wrote it for this?
0: No, it existed. It was around, I think it came out in 2006. The Wikipedia article, uh, not a lot going on in there. Yeah, so, if it's not on Wikipedia. It doesn't really exist.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um... Uh, Cut to several months later, we have arrived at Whoville. That's right. We're in this magical place uh, where the Grinch is getting ready to steal Christmas in an hour and 23 minutes of my life. (laughs) Uh, So first we get the opening credits. They're about a second long. And then we cut to the Who's. They're running around singing around their tree and they're singing their weird Christmas song. Um, so, I will start off by saying this. I'm not really a fan of The Grinch in any form except the book. I think the book is fun because it's a book. I think the movie... (laughs) Nerd alert! I think the movie from the 60s is boring. I enjoyed the Jim Carrey one when I was younger, but upon more recent viewings, uh, I found the visuals unfriendly to my eyes. (laughs) And then, uh, I would say that problem was, uh, made much much worse in this. So the thing about musicals is that you're supposed to be able to enjoy them from far away. That's why the acting is bigger and uh, the costumes are bigger and brighter uh, so you can see from the back row. Um, But in this one you're just real up close and uncomfortably close and so you see all of the disturbing visuals of Whoville and the Dr. Seuss world brought to life uh, it's kind of a Frankenstein's monster of, of childhood memories.
1: Another piece of this being a musical is that... So, I enjoyed the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Um, it was a four-season musical show that was on The CW. And um, the co-creator of that show would often talk about, you know, how do you decide the songs in the episodes and how you place songs at the emotional high points of the episodes. And they would do like two, three, sometimes even four songs an episode, it was a lot. And the thing with this whole thing, and I don't perceive myself to at all be in any shape or form a like musical theater person at all, but knowing this, having this in the back of my mind, every moment, in this thing that i thought there would be a song there was no song and then just randomly there would be a song and it never made sense but i'm sure we'll get into that later um as per the times my first question in my head was how is this covid safe because unlike watching old movies and you're like oh my gosh they're all out oh right they didn't have to be wearing masks this i'm like this was like recent because i think they film it live
0: oh Hmm.
1: that was my understanding of it No um obviously i'm not here to do the research beforehand but um yeah had some questions about that but i'm sure that they thought it through yeah um and they start off with a song so
0: hang on my guess is uh so back during the basketball season there was this thing called the nba bubble Uh, i know Jess, the jock is familiar with it um i feel like it was a grinch bubble So they they gathered all the actors, they put them in a social distance world for two weeks. Uh, Nothing but the Grinch for their rehearsals and their practices and their makeups. Uh, So that's just my very, uh, that's my guess. And we'll accept that as fact until I'm proven wrong.
1: Yeah, and you guys aren't going to care enough to look it up. No,
0: because some of y'all probably watched the movie before listening to this. uh, And so you really don't care about much of anything anymore. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Um, it starts with, so like I said, the dog is the narrator, and I'm glad that we watched the Christmas Switch to Switched <laughs> Again, because this movie, or show, I don't know, what should we call it?
0: Uh, musical extravaganza. This
1: musical extravaganza, extravaganza flop, um...
0: Whoa, coming out harsh. <laughs> I am. I thought you enjoyed this movie. <laughs> I did. Um
1: it's like the older Max, so the Grinch's dog's name is Max, mm-hmm. if you're not familiar. And older Max is looking back on the story and playing kind of the narrator role. And then he's like puppy Max. There's like a tiny bit of like puppy max. And then like Max of the age during the story of the Grinch. But the thing that I never understood throughout this whole thing and it never became clear is why he needed to exist because narrators are typically playing the role of telling the audience something that the audience would not know by just watching the story. Except old Max slash the narrator just randomly will say things that then happen or say things as they're happening and it's very clear and or become a part of the action. There are multiple dance numbers where it's old Max Present Max and the Grinch dancing together. See and it's a very like princess switch type situation in which it's supposed to be the same thing in the same room. But they're from different timelines.
0: See, you're complaining, but if we got a movie where Anakin Skywalker and Darth Vader and let's say the Emperor were all dancing around together, that would be awesome. And so I am big fan of old Max, young Max. Uh, you really get to see him lamenting over his, his past life, his, his exuberance that was his lost to his servitude to the Grinch. Uh, really brought some tears to my eyes. And so Max is narrating the story and the Who's are all singing about how much they love Christmas. They love the pastries and the presents and the, the consumerism of it all. And that's kind of the, the heart of this message. Consumerism is bad. Brought to you by NBC. And have you seen all these commercials? All nine commercial breaks during this hour and a half movie thing?
1: But also like, so in Jim, in the regular Grinch story, the Grinch is the bad guy. He takes all the stuff. Then he realizes that they're still able to have Christmas and able to be joyful without their gifts. That changes him. The Jim Carrey, the Grinch, tells the story of... How they were very consumeristic. And so it kind of has this dichotomy of, well, the Grinch actually isn't all bad. Also, the Whos are bad. They needed to come back and realize the true meaning of Christmas without all their stuff. This one's like, the Whos are good, but also not?
0: Yeah, I mean...
1: There's no, like, story thread throughout that. Um, but don't worry. The songs are also terrible. <laughs> um, who Likes Christmas who's like christmas is the first song right out the gate um i wrote i hate this already we were probably like a few minutes in and then who likes christmas who's like me and then they say who me and there's a lot of kid actors in this so good for them but they're kind of dancing and the whole time is just kind of a Kids in a kids bop music video. <laughs> and if you're saying Jess, why would you even know that? Well, Adam and I have done multiple deep dives into <laughs> the kids bop anthology, and it's great.
0: See, I would compare it less to like kids and kids bop videos and more to like kids and children's television shows where everything's just kind of, again, Wacky. visually disturbing. Yeah. Uh, and then, so they're dancing around all stiffly, talking about their presence, singing nonsense, and I don't understand it. But then. Uh oh, there's a bad dude part coming around town. That's right, after Max sings his song about how he was a happy puppy and then he turned into an older puppy, we enter the Grinch. The Grinch who has saved Max from a life as a stray, uh, but has uh, really taken to being a hermit himself.
1: And I would just like to point out here as two people who suffered through th- cats. <laughs> I think what happened here is last year, cats came out and it did terrible. And they thought, you know, what was good about cats—the fact that there was animals that had no storyline,
0: the anthropomorphized animals and
1: singing—and so that's what they added to this movie: mm-hmm. dogs that were dancing and singing with truly no storyline. And then the like furs are a different color depending on the age.
0: That's just science. And. Just to have a dog? I'm
1: having a moment of silence just for the confusion in my head of how dogs don't change the color of their fur as they age.
0: Hmm. Once again, I don't know if that's always true. When, um, but anyway, so yeah, so the Grinch comes in and you know he's a bad dude because he's wearing a coat and a scarf and a vest and shoes, but he's not wearing any pants. So you're like, this guy's bad, like, but in a good, cool way. And he starts yelling at Max because Max is getting excited for Christmas and the Grinch just won't have it because he hates Christmas. I feel like that's the most obvious statement in the world. Uh, It gets interesting and it's entertaining and also unwelcome because at one point the Grinch breaks the fourth wall Mm -hmm. and he's like, and you watching at home, I hate you. I hate your couch. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, how dare you? That's my couch.
1: Um, Yeah, so just in case you didn't know if he was a bad guy or not, he's going to directly tell you that he hates your couch.
0: Yeah, which is, as we all know, the greatest defense anyone can give to someone else in Whoville. Um, Yeah, because what are couches if not the backbone of the reclining industry? But yeah, and so where am I? I don't even know. They start
1: singing a song, sort of-ish song, about how there's no reason that he hates Christmas. So they're like, we'll do the Grinch story, but we'll make it long, but we won't have any backstory. Mm -hmm. And so he hates Christmas, but we don't know why. But we're going to sing a song about we don't know why he hates Christmas. And pepper in a few lines from the book.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it was... Yeah, I could definitely recognize some of the lines from... Not the book, because... Even though I appreciate it most in the book form, I haven't read it in decades. But I recognized it from the Jim Carrey movie, which Jess and I watched a few days ago. Anyway, um, so yeah. After a song by the Grinch, we cut to Whoville. Cindy Lou Who wants to meet the Grinch and give him a Christmas present. But there's no time for that, because we have to shop. But there is time for another song. Um, I'm not going to put any of the songs in here because they are not on Spotify and I'm too lazy to look them up. And I'm too nice to put them in here mm-hmm. for you. Uh, but you're free to uh, subject yourself to it. Basically, all of the songs sound the same except for the the ballad that Cindy Lou Who sings at one point. But that's a spoiler, folks. Anyway, so uh, there's another commercial. Well, Jess this- has a visceral reaction to the rhymes. And then we get more backstory as we catch to the Grinch. Max sees the goodness in the Grinch because can I the...
1: can I can I step back for a second there, Adam?
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> um, the Who's.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I would steal their Christmas. <laughs> They're so annoying, and I don't. I is this the part that you're getting to? Where they're talking, he's talking about how annoying their singing is.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, as I was saying, the Grinch and Max, they're talking about how much they still hate Christmas.
1: But Max, like, another plot point that does not go all the way through. It's not a through line, it just happens randomly. Max is like, Max the dog is very much about Christmas, but then other times he just helps the Grinch. Mm Mm-hmm. But then other times he's like trying to be the voice of reason and the conscious for the Grinch.
0: Yeah. Uh, Max needs to get out of there. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Uh, Max is trying to convince the Grinch that he has some good inside of him because he did save Max as a stray. But the Grinch says he only needed a guard dog. And then we cut to another song where Max and the Grinch are watching... A bunch of children play with the most annoying toys, singing the loudest gibberish, and I realized I also hate Christmas. In that moment, the children are just screaming at me about their dumb thimblers and wonching Um and it, it's really offensive to to my ears. I'm I'm only have like I only have half of my hearing. Uh, in times like these, I'm grateful for that.
1: Some of the lines from that song, um, the Grinch says, annoying, so annoying, and ah, the noise, noise, noise. <laughs> and that's kind of how I felt throughout this whole movie. And I really appreciate them giving me the words for how I felt throughout this movie.
0: Mm hmm. So, yeah, after the Grinch's ballad, not ballad, after, I would say after the Grinch's uh, hip hop rock. Uh, Music about how much he hates Christmas toys. After
1: the part of the movie where we had to put the captions on because we (laughs) truly didn't understand what they were saying.
0: Yeah. Um. (laughs) Then the Grinch complains about the food and you think there's going to be another song but there isn't. Yeah, so
1: he's mad. A high emotional point. So you wonder if he's going to sing and then he doesn't sing.
0: And I'm like, nice. Thank goodness.
1: And this is where we get, and sorry, Adam, I'm probably stepping on your toes again, but what really is it in this one that, because you're thinking, like, I know the Grinch story, how are they going to make it different, right? Mm -hmm. So what really is the thing that sets off the Grinch to decide that I am going to steal all their stuff and destroy their Christmas?
0: Oh, let me tell you. So, Cindy Lou Who and her gang of, uh... I don't know, the Lollipop Guild. Just these brightly colored youths come running around, and they they put up a sign for the Grinch that says, Merry Christmas, friend. But then, in the greatest betrayal of all time, the R falls off of the sign. And so when Max and the Grinch read it, it says, Merry Christmas, f- fiend. Dun-dun-dun. <gasps> Done Well, I have to drop it in post. Don't let me forget to do that. But yeah, and so then he's like, you know what, Dunzo, we are going to take down Christmas, and Cindy Luhu, it's all your fault. Well, he doesn't know it was her. That comes up kind of later. Anyway, it doesn't really. Um, but yeah, and so then we get another song about how he hates Christmas, um, and he decides he's gonna steal it. It's really not really mentioned. Like it's really just thinking about how he hates Christmas, and then he starts sewing about uh, like an outfit for him and Max. No, wait, that's after that. Basically, um,
1: <laughs> this movie basically is like we'll assume that everyone knows the story, but then change parts. Yeah, it never it never decides where it wants to land on its own version of the Grinch, except one that I hate. And I love all versions of the Grinch, but to this point.
0: There, there is a great scene, though, during the Grinch's song where old Max and young Max are just terrified and they are hiding under the bed and shaking their tails. And I was like, that's funny. Not in the sense that it's intentionally funny, but in the sense that it is weird and amusing. So then after that, after, the, after he thinks about how he's going to steal Christmas, I think it's not again, it's not clear. And you'd think someone who is familiar with the story should know this. Um, But he decides uh, he's going to steal Christmas probably. But then another cut and we're in Whoville. And the Who family, Cindy Lou Who, is going Christmas shopping. Where they sing a song about how all that matters is the thought. But Grandpa Who does not like shopping. He just wants presents. And I respect Grandpa Who. He's probably top five favorite characters um in this musical and in just uh life in cinema in the theater he just wants stuff and i can respect it uh and the song is annoying too
1: it's kind of a, it's a song about lists and planning
0: mm-hmm. and
1: i thought it was about to be a very sexist song
0: what is this the enneagram one planning am i right where are my one's at It's called pandering, Jess. It's how we make money. Don't laugh. Don't laugh. Talking about the ideogram pays the bills.
1: (laughs) It starts off by being like, lists are important, planning's important, and then all the guys are like, but we don't like shopping. We just want presents. I was like, is this about to be a sexist song for no reason? But then it turns into a song that's just surrounded by the it's the thought that counts.
0: Mm hmm. And then, in the midst of this song comes, I would say, the best part. Um, The Grinch walks in wearing a giant foam cowboy hat, sunglasses, and a green leather jacket. And I'm like, who is this cool, mysterious stranger cowboy? And then I realize it is the Grinch. See, uh, I spoiled that for you, but yes, it was the Grinch in that giant green cowboy hat. So, um,
1: in Jim Carrey's The Grinch, The Grinch goes down into Whoville, and he wears, like, a mask, and I think, mm-hmm. like, a jacket, and so he just, like, looks like a person, but in this The Grinch, he wears a green leather, like, short jacket, like, kind of a crop-top jacket, and a I'm cowboy like, hat, and sunglasses.
0: It's a pretty good look. You might be catching me on the Instagram in that outfit anytime soon. I would look
1: that up. i if you haven't watched the movie this yet, please don't. It hurt my soul. But, if you have to look something up, I would look up how the Grinch looks. Like, Grinch Disguised NBC or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Grinch Disguised NBC forward slash where can I buy those clothes at uh, adam.edu forward slash gov. Um, but, yeah. So, he says he's going to spy on the Who's. The Who's continue to sing about how the it's a thought that counts. And then people notice, who's the stranger? Well, it turns out uh, he, the Grinch, dons a southern accent and says he's from Houston. And I was like, hilarious. I get it. I know what Houston is. And it's funny how they changed the word to something else.
1: It, that finally getting some Texas representation in the theater. Mm-hmm. It's what we've been asking for all this time.
0: Mhm. Yeah, Texans are underrepresented. Um uh, but also, maybe he was appropriating Texas culture. Hmm. Much to consider. Much to con- consider.
1: You're the Texan, Adam, so you're the one who gets to make the call. I don't get to. That's
0: true. Uh, Grinch, I find you guilty of being super cool in a cowboy hat. No punishment for you. Anyway, so uh, homeboy, the Grinch, uh, he gets invited to this sing and the feast, and nothing comes of that. He's just invited, and then he leaves, and that's when he goes up to the mountain and starts snowing. Uh, sewing, get it? Snowing. But also, do before that, it? do you get it? Yes. Okay. Cool. Go on.
1: Also, before that.
0: Because so the thing is, I said sewing, but I actually said snowing. So I put an I put an N on that sewing word. <laughs> so it's like he's snowing. What is he a cloud? <laughs> No, he's actually just sewing, Jess. What's he sewing, though? To find out, you'll have to listen to what Jess says before we find out what he's sewing.
1: Um, The kids are singing a chant about no underwear or
0: socks. What? Yeah. When did that
1: happen? (laughs) (laughs) When he's in the store, the kids are just talking about all the things that they want, and they say, no underwear or socks.
0: That's kind of Sorry, helping.
1: I don't know if you could hear. What I'm saying no underwear or socks. And I don't know if that's what the line was, but they were definitely chanting that at one point.
0: <laughs> Do you think they were just like improving that? I know <laughs> it was part of
1: the song. Mm.
0: But yeah, but you know who doesn't? Wear that's underwear? when I wrote,
1: "I want to destroy the Who's too."
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, um, okay, the Gris just wanted to take away their Christmas. Jess has some. Some further plans for the Who's and their fate. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, he goes and he starts sewing, not snowing, just, although common misconception. Uh, and while he's sewing, Max is singing a sad song <laughs> and they're like, what's going on? I We're bro- really bummed out.
1: I, I titled it, A Dog's Lament About Being a Slave. <laughs> Sad. I'm a dog and I just have to do whatever my my master wants me to do I'm a dog
0: <laughs> a dog from Georgia <laughs> oh man <laughs> um <laughs> yeah the, those poor dogs but
1: don't worry he gets to lament with old Max who is also there
0: yeah and seeing them makes me lament um yeah max is singing and then the grinch starts singing about how he's one of a kind Mm. there's nobody like him Mm -hmm. uh he's you know uh uno macho solo which means the one and only man slash grinch in spanish uh so he's singing his song about how he's all alone and that thread will come up later um all
1: right do you have the most important line from that song
0: no, I don't have any lines. Kept this one. my
1: social distance before it was cool, <laughs> in which I audibly groaned and Adam audibly said, "Oh no!"
0: <laughs> yeah, I said, "Oh no," because I was like, "Wow, is the Grinch better about COVID than uh, Donald Trump?" Oh, what? makes you think.
1: <laughs> oh God! Like,
0: who would you vote for? Oh, God. That's right. This is political. <laughs> Welcome to Pod Save America. I'm Adam. And I'm also Adam, and I'm talking for two people. Anyway, uh, so after that podcast within a podcast, we go back to the Grinch. Uh, Oh,
1: I also titled the He's Unique, a whiny theater piece, (laughs) an Enneagram 4 song slash nightmare. (laughs) And then he also talks to the um, audience, like as in the people at home, again during that song. But it's very much like... Yeah, it's definitely that, like, whiny, like, I'm unique, no one's like me, and I can sing in this whiny voice. (laughs) Like, the Grinch is, like, evil, right? Mm -hmm. And the Grinch, in the Jim Carrey version, Mm -hmm. is very, like, I'm a loner. I don't have feelings relatable to me. <laughs> but this grinch is like just like wah, wah.
0: So would you say that this is not your daddy's grinch?
1: I would not say that, but it sounds like you would.
0: I did. Um there is actually a funny part in this um so I thought I thought some of the lines were a little humorous. So um uh, this
1: is my Emmy nomination?
0: Yeah. Well no, that's not it. Um because that was a line that was said. But after the Grinch's song, Max starts narrating and then the Grinch keeps coming up for applause and interrupting Max. And I'm like, God, take that fourth wall. Get yourself torn down. Mr. Grinch tear down that fourth wall. And he does. And I was like, eh, that's kind of funny.
1: And that's when he says, this is my Emmy nomination as he's running away.
0: I don't think he's not going to get it. I think he's got it locked down. Anyway, so then Max drives uh, the Grinch down to Whoville to steal Christmas. Once again, it's not really discussed or planned on how he would do so. It's just kind of assumed that you know what's going on. You're familiar with the property. You know what the Grinch is. So you'll watch this and then listen to a podcast about it. Um, And then there's another song. Um, I don't even know what the song is about. I I said it
1: was a song about hugging. (laughs)
0: Oh my god! Or the gosh. waiting
1: song, the song yes. about hugging, or the waiting song.
0: Yes. So it goes from the Grinch uh, forcing Max to drive his sleigh through a blizzard to the who's who are just chilling and vibing and singing about how it's time to embrace and this is the time and place, and then they go to bed, and then the Grinch comes in. Or is it Santa Claus? I'm really not sure to this day. Just who is it?
1: It's the Grinch. WHAT? Um, but I would also like to say that as the Who's are singing the song, Adam said, When did the Who's get COVID?
0: <laughs> I, okay. I wasn't I wasn't rooting for the Who's to get COVID, but I was just thinking like there's gotta be a reference to it. Like I was expecting the Who's to be like you know, this year is more difficult than other years. In these unprecedented who times. Like, I wasn't expecting it to... like. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't hoping that COVID would enter. I was just expecting them to make kind of a... You know, kind of some points. Some brownie points. Like, y- y'all know this is... Y'all, y'all hear about this COVID? We know. We're who's. Wink, wink. We have it hard, too. Because someone is coming to steal our christmas that's right it's santa grinch and he comes down and he enters the who home and uh max young max and old max are both bummed out because the grinch is entering the house and he is stealing all of their stuff but then cindy lou who comes walking through the door and that's when we get no wait Cindy Lou Who, go back to your room. Okay, Cindy Lou, Who, Cindy Lou Who is back asleep. And before she comes out, we get the Grinch's song. This is the showstopper. This is the one we know about how the Grinch is a mean one. Uh, I think it's the only song that should be associated with the Grinch. Not because I love it, just because none of the other songs are any good. Um, but yeah. So then after the young Max, the old Max and New Max sing a song which includes a hilarious fart joke in Jess's opinion. Cindy Lou Who comes back into the picture.
1: To refer back to the fart joke, I wrote
0: Jess, you're always talking about the fart joke.
1: (laughs) The worst thing at the Grinch Be mature. The worst thing that the Grinch does in this whole thing is blame Max for his farts. It's the only way I saw him doing anything bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> because you really were pulling for him to steal Christmas. hmm Okay. So, Cindy Lou Who comes in. Uh, she's not very bright, and she thinks that the Grinch is Santa Claus. He yells at her, uh, and then the Grinch makes her cry. Max tries to comfort her, but then eventually Cindy Lou Who hugs the Grinch in a very touching moment. But then, here comes a song. And in the words of the Grinch, oh no, it's a valid. Mm-hmm. So my theory about the fourth wall breaking, if you break the fourth wall to complain about the production that you're in that everyone else is sitting through, uh, it's a little too on the nose. It'd be like if someone from, I don't know, it, it'd be like if Kirk Cameron while saving Christmas was like, this is terrible, right? Am I right? This story is really bad. That's what they call a callback. Um... But anyway, so she talks about how she got the Grinch a gift. And then she sings a ballad, which is kind of like a gift to us. But then the Grinch starts crying. Because, um, you know, he's a sad little loser. Uh, he says he was hit by a boomerang, though. So it was an old injury flaring up. And we've all been there, right, Jess? Has this ever happened to you? You're throwing a boomerang in the outback. And then all of a sudden, you get hit in the face.
1: And
0: all I wanted was a Bloomin' Onion. That's not a Bloomin' Onion. This is a Bloomin' Onion. Four people will enjoy that joke, and I am two of them. Um, So, this song really touches the Grinch's heart. He decides, I'm not going to steal this Christmas tree. He says, I was going to fix the light, but it turns out they're all fixed, so I'm going to put your tree back. But then... Betrayal happens at the Who home. Cindy Lou Who tells him about a nightmare in which she had a Grinch themed nightmare. This really a slimy creepy guy was going around like sneaking the through the town.
1: Frog eyes I
0: think. Frog was eyes that. yeah. Um. And she was like uh, I don't like that guy. He's gross. Which doesn't really make any sense because throughout the movie she's trying to Get people to like the Grinch Kind of like in the Jim Carrey version Mm -hmm. Uh, She even Made him the sign that says Merry Christmas Friend Uh, Also
1: the Grinch is like cool He played the Christmas tree like an air guitar
0: (laughs) While he was stealing it Yeah So Cindy Lou who tells him this And he's like okay go to bed And then he steals her tree because he's like Oh so that's how you're going to play it And it is at this point when I realize That Max looked like looks like a flying monkey from the wizard of oz it is not pertinent to the movie story but it is uh, pertinent to my life story
1: and the viewing pleasure
0: okay and then of our
1: five listeners
0: and then we get the coolest shout out (laughs) you know who? that's how
1: you get popular adam you shout out to the listeners
0: yeah hi evan and laurian
1: hi taylor
0: hi mom nah she's probably unsubscribed at this point she's disappointed in her son for knowing what a princess switch is um anyway
1: hi sandra if you're listening to this one
0: (laughs) (laughs) can i talk about the coolest song now Mm -hmm. so we all know the coolest thing in the world let's say it on three just one two three roller skates roller skates jess and i both said it at the same time uh because we get a little roller skate song Max continues to sing about how the Grinch is a mean one.
1: And, is and there the, are these, for, Yeah, is this the first time that we see them?
0: Pretty much. They're kind of in it. But this is like, wait a second, are they involved in Max's story? So yeah, there are these two who's, um, who are kind of dressed like Oompa Loompas with their green hair and their jumpsuits. And they are on roller skates. And let me tell you, that song was super cool because they were on roller skates. I felt like, wait a second, am I at Jess's house on her couch? Or am I at a Sonic in the 1950s? And then I realized I was at Jess's house on her couch and that the Grinch was on. Because the song ended and so did my joy. And then uh, that's after this cool, cool song, the Who's wake up. And they realize that the Grinch has stolen all of their Christmas. And then we get a ballad about where are you, Christmas? Why can't I find you? Also,
1: Cindy Lou is like, I'm gonna. Fi-. She's like, I know who did this, and like, she basically wants to fight the Grinch at this point.
0: Hmm. I didn't get that. So that
1: was kind of a dark turn.
0: <laughs> yeah, I thought it was really weird when she stabbed the Grinch <laughs> and she said, "This one's for for Father Christmas," and then said some words that I won't repeat on this podcast. Um, and I'm honestly surprised. And network television picked up those words. Um. But yeah, so they sing about where is Christmas, why can't we find it? But they realize Christmas isn't about the presents. And then I sobbed like a child whose Christmas was stolen mm-hmm. because it was so beautiful.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Uh, as the sad whos are staring and singing, Cindy Lou Who uh, sings as well. The songs don't matter. They are not fun to listen to. And they are on Spotify, which really is telling Um, so the Grinch and Max, they hear the Who singing, and they realize they're happy, even though Christmas was stolen from them. So, the Grinch and Max enter into an existential crisis. Max convinces the Grinch to listen to the song of Cindy Lou Who, who is now on board with the Grinch. She's singing the song, like the ballad she sang about something. (laughs) This is really not sticking with me well. Um... And he decides he doesn't want to be one of a kind anymore. After struggling, his heart grows three sizes that day. Uh, But then he says the hilarious line, just don't make my butt any bigger. So hilarious, right, Jess? Mm -hmm. Jess laughed at that almost as loud as she laughed at the fart joke. Mm -hmm. Um, Did you hear that, Jess? I'm going to go check the door and see who it is. Hello, it's me. I came through the window. I hope no one was going through the door. Anyway. Hello, Jessica. How are you?
1: I'm so annoyed.
0: (laughs) You're so enjoyed? Well, let me tell you, I have come to help you have even more enjoyment. Because we're going to talk about the heart. The human heart. That's right. Who men. As a medical doctor, that's right, I'm a medical doctor. No one is asking, but I am. Let me tell you something about the heart. If it grows three sizes, you better be asking wises. That's the old medical phrase. Just stop looking at your phone and please listen to me. I am a distinguished medical doctor professor. Anyway, so when the whose heart grows three sizes, you typically experience... An increase in warmth, emotions, and happiness, as well as a higher cheer count in your bloodstream. Is the same true for the Grinch, you're asked? Jesk, please ask the question. No. It isn't! Thanks for answering instead of asking. That's right, women can answer questions, too. So, if a Grinch is-
1: Dr. Jones, are you a feminist?
0: I am, thank you for asking. That's what my medical degree is in. Feminism. So, when the Grinch's heart grows three sizes that day, typically what we would see is instant death because the Grinch's heart would come bursting out of his ribcage and all over the set. But, I'll let you in on a little secret. Mm -hmm. This story is a fiction. That's right. Now, don't listen to any children who have already heard that it's a fiction, because it is. But this stage production is not really the story of the Grinch. In fact, in the real story of the Grinch, the Grinch decides to keep all of the presents for himself, leaving his heart at the same healthy size it has always been. Meanwhile, the Whos decide that they are no longer going to celebrate Christmas. And they decide to celebrate Boxing Day instead. Any questions? Do I
1: honestly have too many questions.
0: Okay. Ask all of them.
1: <laughs> um, how do you know about the real- Ring, ring, ring.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Let me hang up my phone. Okay. What were you saying? How do I know about the-
1: how do you, Where did you read or hear about the real story of the Grinch?
0: If I told you that, I would be telling you. And if I told you I was telling you, then I wouldn't be able to publish a book on the subject.
1: I don't have any more questions.
0: Ring, ring, ring. Someone's calling me back. They were mad that I hung up on them. Oh, it's my cab driver. I must go back through the window and into the wild where I will do more research on the true biology of the Who's. Until next time, this has been Dr. Jones's Medical Corner. Farewell. Glash at her, glash at her, run run run, hop in the cab, beep beep, vroom. Don't
1: forget to
0: add that in post. Uh, <laughs> add what in post. What why is our window broken? Jess, what happened?
1: I can't even explain it, truly.
0: Wow. Anyway, I just remembered where was I? Oh yeah, I was talking about how the the Grinch's heart grew three sizes. Is that is that true?
1: is that what happened in what we watched? Yeah. Yes.
0: Well, I wonder if it happened in the real story too. Hmm.
1: I don't know. You should go ask some Canadians.
0: <laughs> is did it take place in Canada?
1: Boxing Day?
0: What are you talking about?
1: No, they celebrate Boxing Day in Canada.
0: Yeah. What does that have to do with The Grinch? <laughs>
1: You, you'll listen to the podcast and you'll understand.
0: Okay. Um, anyway, so the Grinch... <laughs> this, this is the part where it gets really frustrating for me. So the Grinch's heart grows. They decide they're going to return Christmas. Uh, they said they only have two or three minutes to do so for reasons that don't exist. But then Old Max points out to Young Max and the Grinch. I think there's some weird timeline issues that the Christmas presents are about to fall off of the mountain and then cut to commercial break. Yeah. And then we get back to the commercial break where we don't see the conclusion of what happened. That's right. So it there's a there's a literal cliffhanger and then after the commercial break, it's just Max, old Max sitting on a chair talking to the roller skating who's, uh, Uh, about, he's like sharing Grinch gossip. Some of that hot Grinch goss. Um, and then he's like, oh yeah, where was I? Let me sing a song about how, what was the song about? Hmm? What was Max's song about?
1: Um.
0: He said it was his memories moments from Cats.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. It was kind of a like, I'm having, I, it was kind of like a, my memories. This is what I remember. My fond memories. But don't worry, the roller skating jumpsuit friends are back at this point, too. But yeah. So it's kind of like a, ah, oh, I remember this so fondly. Na, 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 na. That's, that's um, where are you, Christmas? But yes, I wrote that it was Max's memories moment, but I don't remember what the song was really about which means it's a good song.
0: Mhm. All good music just really leaves you as soon as it's over. So, uh then after the uh after Max sings his little song and gossips oh. about the Grinch.
1: Oh yeah, go ahead.
0: Then the Who's come and they're singing around their tree and they're singing the song that has annoyed me for since before I was born. The the, the, the you know the nonsense what? It's the look of my engagement ring got animations. taken
1: off of my finger and thrown across the room just for seeing it
0: I was really gonna let you go as long as you needed to to get it out of your system um
1: I'm just beginning <laughs> it's beginning to look a lot like just we can't afford ma-humor, ma-humor.
0: okay
1: <laughs> Don't.
0: <Duh, duh. laughs> <laughs> anyway, and so the Grinch, uh, he comes along on his sleigh with Max. Remember how he was dangling off of a mountain? Uh, well, it's too Don't know what happened. <laughs> cut
1: to next scene.
0: Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's like they forgot to do part of the play, but it was live, so it was like if an like if, it's like if an SNL sketch gets cut for time, uh-huh. and they're just like, oh, okay, so we're not doing the singing hamburger. Uh, The Grinch decided we're not doing the part where we figure out whether or not the Grinch and Max are able to save the slave from falling off the hill. Um, But then the Grinch finally comes. He brings the presents and wishes everyone a Merry Christmas. And he gives Cindy Lou Who a red rocking horse that she will not fit on and will break as soon as she would sit on it. Uh, Then the Grinch and Cindy Lou Who sing a duet about remembering each other. It's kind of weird.
1: And they have the precious moment where they say the only thing missing from Christmas was him.
0: Hmm. That's right. Hymns. There was not enough Christ in this Christmas musical. I'm crying. Actually, honestly, there was too much. Because at some point in one of the songs, they start doing um, the Gloria. Sort and of. And I'm like...
1: For like a hot second.
0: And I'm like... Mm. I don't think the I don't think the Who's get to sing but <laughs> religious don't worry, Christmas guys. songs. I have some questions.
1: That annoying song from the beginning is back.
0: Yeah, um, it it is back with a with a vengeance. As the entire cast comes out and they bow over the music. Was uh, that
1: before or after the part where the narrator talks about the jacuzzi?
0: That was after. Mm-hmm. No. The jacuzzi was, yeah, after the bowing. Tell us about that.
1: Yeah, so they do the classic, like, sorry guys, it's late. So they do the classic, like, bowing um, before, like, after, at the end of the play. And then the narrator, the unnecessary narrator, as I like to call him, comes back and is like, the Grinch is nice now, he's nice to me. And then talks about how the Grinch is going to go make him a jacuzzi. And then the Grinch comes in and is like, good luck finding a word. Oh, this is perfect. Because I didn't get to talk about another one of my annoyances of this movie. So then the Grinch comes back and is like, good luck finding something that rhymes with a jacuzzi. Which reminds me of one of my annoyances of this. Is that they try and rhyme the whole time, but then randomly they don't. Mm -hmm. And it's so inconsistent and it's so annoying and it's so unnecessary.
0: It's not great, chief, but it was unpleasant. So that is um, Doctor Seuss's. Which, by the way, I don't know if he is a doctor. Um, I like as someone who has a podcast with, I would say, real academics uh, appearing on it, real fact-check stuff. It's kind of offensive. Can you look that up, Jess? Um. Anyway. So yeah, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, the musical on the NBC. Message... You can watch
1: it on Peacock mm-hmm. or Hulu.
0: That's right, because what's the story about The Grinch without some advertisements? Any news?
1: Other people have Googled this before.
0: Okay. Any answers? wasn't a
1: real doctor.
0: Wow. Yeah, he used the
1: he used doctor in order to appease his father, who expected him to study medicine. That's
0: okay, funny. That's pretty cool. I was gonna talk about a podcast where we um, criticize him, but again, that's pretty cool.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Okay, so just um, how many how many antlers would you give this? As in the antler that Max had strapped to his head during this.
1: Negative seven.
0: Negative seven interesting i would give it a seasick crocodile out of antlers so now on a different scale would you say this movie is a jingle smells or uh we wish you a merry viewing
1: i would give it uh i puked because it smelled so bad
0: hmm so barfing around the christmas movie yep why didn't you just say that then it's one of our established ratings
1: I wanted you to say it.
0: i hmm. nice. Nope. Yeah. I wouldn't give it a barfing around the Christmas tree like Jess would. Uh, but I would give it a jingle smells. It was pretty boring. The costumes were annoying. The music was bland and bad. And the, the tone of it lacked any sincerity because it was just a cash grab.
1: And there's other versions of The Grinch that are great to watch. Yeah. This is not one of them.
0: That is a great segment into our next part of the podcast. Our next uh, great segment into our next segment. Recommendations, Jess. What would you recommend instead of Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, the musical on the NBC?
1: So I like Jim Carrey's The Grinch. I realize it's not for everyone, but if you're looking for a classic Christmas story with great music, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Hmm. Great songs, great story, also animals, but cool because it's The Muppets. Waka waka! And hilarious.
0: Sorry, guys. The Muppets aren't really here. That was just doing the voices. Um, But yeah, so instead of watching The Grinch the Musical, I would recommend a different uh, film involving anger and... Uh, the stage I would recommend 12 Angry Men Uh, it's from the 60's directed by Sidney Lumet and starring Peter Fonda Uh, so that's my recommendation instead of watching the Grinch watch 12 Grinches try to decide whether someone is innocent or guilty I feel like there's more that we should say but I don't really know how to wrap up this podcast
1: what are we um, enjoying today
0: (sighs) what drink are we enjoying today Mm -hmm. Well, Jess is drinking a Mad Elf from Trogues, um, which, fun fact, we went to Trogues last year for my birthday, and Jess was nice enough to take me there. So their Mad Elf is a Christmas beer, and it's a good time. If you're in the Pennsylvania area or beyond, and you don't mind having the occasional brewski, as Jess is always calling them, look it up.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. That's great, and if you can go to Hershey and go to their restaurant, that's a great time too. Yeah, they have delicious popcorn.
0: That's true. It has like brown sugar and stuff. With the popcorn, have made brown butter rosemary. Uh, brown butter rosemary, and there's a third ingredient, hop salt, Mm. Um, made with real rabbit hops. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, and also there's Chocolate World, so you can do a two for two party time get some chocolate get some popcorn have yourself a day yeah so what are we gonna watch next week jess i don't know good question uh we'll work on that and we'll get back to you soon
1: what were you drinking adam
0: oh i was drinking another merry monkey Mm -hmm. gotta finish it off ho 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 yeah
1: like and subscribe, let us know if you have any recommendations for bad Christmas movies.
0: Honestly, yeah, that that's a good idea. Yeah, if you have any ideas for what we should watch next, uh, you probably have our number or you can message us on our social media pages.
1: Comment, write a review.
0: Smash that like button. Yeah. And Jess, what's the final thing that we say to all of our fans at the end of every episode? Suck it. Jessica, I I'm so sorry. She's not usually like this. You give her a beer and she goes crazy.
1: Can we cut this part out
0: When you said suck it, you want to cut yeah. it out?
1: No. When you said that I go crazy after having one drink. This is probably not a good look for our future employment.
0: Well, they know it's a joke. Right, right, future bosses listening to <laughs> listening to my like hour-long <laughs> podcast about a musical. <laughs> I want to leave it in. Okay. <laughs> anyway. So, what we really say is we wish you a merry viewing and a happy new film.
1: Did we ever say
0: that? We say it at the end of every
1: episode. I, have I ever said it?
0: Yeah. You came up with it. <laughs> I Bye. Just say bye. Bye.